I'm Michael Sean Harris, and you're listening to Mike's Moment Of, a weekly podcast in which I, along with my guests, share our various interests in moments of inspiration, truth, life, technology, culture, and more. I hope you're entertained and informed, and that you feel inspired to join me again and again in my Moments Of. Hey, welcome back to Mike's Moment Of. This episode, this is episode 37, uh, and this episode is going to be a continuation, kind of, of what we kind of started with Faye Ellington. Uh, I'm going to go down like a list of mythological characters and um, superstitions and, you know, different things like that. So, it's been raining for days. And it's raining right now. You can probably hear the rain. So hopefully it's just going to add to the atmosphere. <laughs> and, you know, a lot of these are kind of scary. I mean, I know a lot of Jamaicans take offense when we talk about Halloween. It's like, oh, Jamaicans don't celebrate Halloween. I kind of like Halloween. Uh, but, you know, for the benefit of those who don't, this is not a Halloween episode. But for those who like Halloween, it can serve as a Halloween episode because of the stuff we're talking about. And it's a nice mix of things. So, um, before I get into them, uh, I think, I know I had said in a previous episode that I was going to go up until about 50 episodes, but then I realized that that's going to take me into 2021. And the last couple of months in this in the year is usually for a few other things that I do, like Mike's Moment of Cheer, and you know some other things like that so i'm gonna need to make some time so i'm gonna go to episode 40 for this season so we have a few left not many and um you know if i feel like putting a little bonus episode here or there i might but i'm gonna i'm gonna cut this off at 40 and then maybe pick it back up in february end of february like when i started uh so yeah so, you know, coming to a close. I hope you guys have been checking out episodes and uh, sharing them. If not, you know, do. Just go and share an episode. Um, you know, they're available on Apple and on Google and Spotify and also on, on YouTube and a few other places. But, you know, subscribe, etc. Right? Um, so, yeah. So, we're gonna go now. Let's start with these uh, Jamaican folk characters and the superstitions. Let's start with the rolling calf. Now, we've spoken about rolling calf before, but, you know, in speaking to a few different people, different people have different stories. So one person said that they heard that rolling calf is what happened to you if you murdered a butcher. But, you know, it is said that the butcher becomes the rolling calf in the afterlife. Maybe. Uh, and then another person said, you know, it's just butchers in general for all the cows and other animals that he slaughtered during his time in the land of the living. So, and someone even had a description. It was half man below and the upper body was the cow with chains and he was breathing smoke and fire through his nose. Now, someone else said that 
it was about a murdered butcher man and that the rolling calf always was signaled with the rattling of the cow chain. Uh, but that it was the biggest red bull you ever saw with fire in his eyes and sulfur for breath. And that he ran on three feet because the front hooves of the two, of the two front legs was fused into one big one. And then he would run you down. You'd have to run under the fence uh, so that he can't follow you. But if you climb over the fence, dog, niam your supper. Mm, woe be unto you. So, in summary, the rolling calf is the story of what happens to butchers when they die. The idea is that you become the animal that you killed, and when butchers are being buried, uh, they would bury a chain on the body so that people can hear them coming when their ghosts return. Oh, I love a, love a story about rolling calf. I think they're so creepy, scary as ever. And um, yeah, I mean, I look forward to any kind of thing that might involve those, the, these kind of characters. Next up is the River Mumma. Now, River Mumma is a mermaid who lives under the rocks by the riverside. Now, you could also say that River Mumma is a siren, but let's go with the mermaid for now. So when midday comes and the sun shines, you can see her on the stone combing her long flowing hair with a gold comb. Now the fishermen always try to catch her and, and steal her comb. So she will drown them. Sometimes she will rescue little children who fall into the river. They say that the river Mumma was actually a river guardian and if you took more than you need for yourself, then she would seduce you with your lust and greed. And at the end, she would drown you. So there's a, a similar kind of thing in the Basque country in Spain. And it's called a lamia. Now the lamia, or maybe it's called lamia, lamia, uh, or plural lamiac, is a siren or an aerial kind of creature in Basque mythology. And they're typically portrayed as living in and around rivers. They're depicted as being very beautiful and are said to often stay at the river shore combing their long hair with a golden comb and are involved with tales where, where they easily charm men. They're also characterized as having duck feet. They sound very similar to me. So maybe, maybe it's something I hold over from the Spanish who were here long ago. Cool, so River Mumma. All right, next one. Next is... The old hag. Well, the old hag is what we'd call it. But that's what it means, the old hag. And so, as far as I remember with the old hag, is that it's an old woman, kind of like a witch or uh, um, a banshee, which is probably where it's coming from, this Irish thing. Um, but honestly, this this idea of the old hag um, or the, 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 the night hag, um, exists in almost every country and culture. So the old hag, as far as I know, in the Jamaican context, old woman, a witch kind of, who would um, who would prey on little children. She would go to them when they're sleeping, and she would take their skin 
take their life force, take their skin, and and use it to keep herself alive, keep herself young. So, so there is this idea also of sleep paralysis and the nightmare, the night hag, and and that's where that term nightmare comes from. Um, the nightmare that you know they used to imagine that you couldn't get up because there was a creature sitting on your chest like a succubus, and um, so there, there's there's that in Scottish and Irish. Um, culture you know this old hag the the welsh hag of the mist and um the berea hag um so with the with the night hag it was a you know a supernatural creature um commonly associated with the phenomenon of uh, phenomenon of sleep paralysis um commonly during when a person feels a presence or a supernatural malevolent being immobilizing them sitting on their chest or at the foot of their bed and so, you know, that's where the nightmares were, 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 that's where that term came from until it's taken on the, the more modern meaning. So old hag, interesting, scary, creepy, important. Wow, and the rain is really, really coming down now. Okay, so the next one is what we call the doppy bat. Now the doppy bat is not an actual bat. It's actually just a large moth. A large, usually brown or black, or a mixture, and uh, maybe some gray. They usually have some patterns, but they're really dark and they're big. So yeah, Jamaica, we call it the doppy bat. So when I was growing up, um, whenever a large moth came into the house, anywhere near the house, you know, people always think, or still do, some people, that it's a dead relative or a ghost or somebody coming to visit you. So that is the thing with the, with the large moths. The poor things and people keep trying to kill them because of that. Anyway, that's the doppy bat. Let's talk about the cotton tree. So, the cotton tree, and we've spoken about this before, is kind of like the dwelling place of doppies. Doppies is a ghost, right? So ghosts live in the cotton tree. It is said that you shouldn't sit on a cotton tree after 6 p.m. or doppy will box you. The doppy will hit you down, right? So there, there have been some famous cotton trees in Jamaica. I remember there's a, there was, I don't see it there anymore, there was a cotton tree just outside the fence of our house, just at the, the top of the ridge of a gully that's behind our house. And I think I used to be afraid of it, I'm sure, because I used to look at it at night and wonder what was going on. I guess maybe because my brothers and sisters used to tell me ghost stories about things like that. But there was also a, a big cotton tree uh, on what is now Mandela Highway, and I think it was called the Tom Kringle Cotton Tree, and that was also a famous one. I think there's a story as well of of uh, one of the Kumina queens kind of going into a cotton tree and and receiving her her quote unquote ordination to be the Kumina queen, and she came out knowing, you know, the the, the African language and all these different things, being able to communicate with the ancestors. So. Don't chop down your cotton tree and, and don't sit down under it after 6 p.m. The doppy will follow you. Doppy will box you down. All right, here are a couple quick ones. Sorry, you know the vegetable chocho, Jamaican vegetable, um, and I'm sure it exists in other places, but then there's something called a doppy chocho. It looks just like one, just like the vegetable, but if you squeeze it, it pops. So that's one, that's another one. So cobwebs, that's another superstition now. So, they also say that doppy sometimes 
comes in the form of a cobweb. So who knows if it's really a spider web or it's a doppy cobweb? You never know. All right, so Anansi, you know, Anansi uh, might be a god, um, might be just a mythological character. It's a trickster. It's coming from Africa. And so this has now become one of our things. So I'm going to play a couple of pieces, a song and a story by a maroon storyteller uh, by the name of Babaro Kali. And he's from a compound in St. Elizabeth. And this was recorded by Olive Lewin and Hazel uh, in 1969. So this is Babaro Kali. <laughs> All right, so that was Babaro singing Anansi Mashwe. Now, when I hear one of the stories, this involves Anansi and Brother Jackass and, and two young ladies. So <laughs> here we go. And, you know, coincidentally, I've used the audio from this story in another piece called Anansi Story. And I used his, the melody of his voice because his, his speaking voice has this amazing melody. I used the melody of, of, of his voice, extracted that me melody and created chords and, and uh, scale and whatnot out of it. Um, but anyway, that's for another time. Here is Babaro. There was a lady who had two daughters, mm -hmm. two fine girls. Then this dreadful Anansi we hear about, mm -hmm. he always traveled away and going hot and anxious for the girl then. Mm -hmm. So and tell, the, tell them that the old lady that the girl, the mother, they, they, they worry you, you know. Oh, you know, we manage to secure her, give me her, make her carry her home. And I will feed her and cheer her good for you. Well, the two young ladies, they agree. And, and uh, she come and take them mother and go away with the bush. Char then carry her, go away. And go in a bush, go make hot and put the old lady there. And never return back mm. to her looking for Every day, she do want them and tell them, oh, the old lady look well and look nice. Splendid old lady coming. Well, when you see me, you go and pay me. At this time, the old lady dead. Mm. And the woman wait and wait, the young woman then wait and want to see them, mother, and can't see, see her. So, the two of them start one morning and they say, look, I'm make go see if we see my... And they started, and they started, my dear lady, and they take the bush, but they seeing a little track, 
truck, you know, and then fella I tell them go book up one whole hut. And that was the hut the mother in. And then going at the hut and begin search one at the girl said, Aya, see mama ring ya. She find the ring in at the old hut. And so well, then they take the ring and come home. Mother bone and everything in at the old hut. Go home and walk and catch him. Hold them for I don't know what plan they know about them can catch a Nancy at all, but Brother Cass hear about him and go to the lady and tell him, say, if you pay me a catch Jackass and a catch a Nancy and carry come give you. That's a lot. Sir, because say I don't want nothing much. Give me a cup of water, can. And the lady then find the can quick time and give Jackass. And Jackass travel with and yard and when he go and yard and go. Did you tell when he come night? And as he travel there you're late, you know, and how he craving and good for nothing. The jackass go on outside, go lie down, hit the can, tell him belly full, all right. And they don't and they grunt, they grunt. Mm. Uh, the uh, see, they go catch you, no? Mm. Mm. They grunt, mm, and I sit past, say, hey, Bradjack, what the what wrong with you? What do you? And say, Lord, no can? Can't they kill me, master? If you can't tell, I don't know what to do with it. He said, Jesus. Bro, where you get can? I said, so. I know where to get can. I had much can you hear in my belly. I know you want some. Say, me, oh, yes, sir. Give me some. He said, go take bowl, come, come, create me. And I said, trouble with him. Go take the bowl, come and set the bowl of the cast, buddy. And start a creeping out the can, they threw in a lot when in the creep and the can, and then they drop in the bowl and strong God and I say, mad. Dracos, they smile, do. And then creep the can, and creep the can, so, so in the creep, Dracos, they draw up, you know, they draw up the can, we make his hand go past ya. And then creep, and creep the can, so tell, my hand catch to Yasuo. Jakar say, create a portion of the can, create a portion of the can, get a little more. So Jakar feel where the hand come, you know, say, if he get over Yasuo, he hold him. So he bend on and stretch his hand in, he creep the can, whap, Jakar set up his body. <laughs> set up his hand, Yasuo. And Jakar, Tuzzling safe, so tuzzling safe, so he said, Brad Jack, at the time he's taking his head, he said, Brad Jack, what are you going to do? Jack said, What go do? Jack has get up, turn up, and he hang a donkey body with him, and over here, and Jack, donkey brave. <laughs> when did they bring out the brown man and hear him and tell them, tell them, say, any time and catch him, he need them to hear him breathe. Oh, 
large and the jackass start with him. Then they have to go through and catch all the peace. And throw him catch the Kassada tree, he catch the jackass all in the Kassada pub. And then break down a whole blend of the Kassada. And when brown woman then they are then yard and sick. Where they can see out and see the jackass, they come cut up, cut up, cut up, cut up, cut up, cut up, and I see him going back here. Set time, God is going. And then going in with him. The two ladies take a Nancy, Nancy and Nancy. And they go get away, you know. We're mama. Say, oh, Lord. ยาเดี๋ยวเราโนมาเนี่ยเสียดียาเดี๋ยวเราเนี่ยเสียดียาเดี๋ยวเราเสียดียาเดี๋ยวเราเสียดียาเดี๋ยวเราเสียดียาเ
But one of the ladies say, as I know him, he said then, where you, you let go on our supplies? He said, yeah, Monkey go go turn up under one tree where under the same tree where and I see him they bleed you know mm. when they bleed them well all right the blood drop the monkey blood drop on us he shot under the tree he say hey we blood come but you know what look for see monkey he say we blood come from the drop and me got a pretty 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 shot <laughs> well, the brown woman then got a glance at monkey down at the tree, then, got, then surround the tree, and here they surround the tree, monkey come down and answer. Come down and can't take it, they did not hear monkey and answer the tracking. Well, some get it, and some get you, I don't make no profit. Because I don't, I don't hear a resolution yet. But yes, that was the uh, quite morbid tale of um, Anansi, uh, you know, pulling the wool over two young ladies' eyes, taking their mother and putting her in a hut, and she, she dies there. And then the two girls, and I'm telling you this just, just in case you don't understand the patwa. The two girls then find... Jackass, Jackass, he can catch a Nancy. Um, and, you know, he has a quite an interesting method to catch a Nancy. And when I get into that, you might have to listen and try and figure it out. And then he's caught a Nancy, but then Monkey comes and sees a Nancy, and Nancy lied to him. And then he gets tied up instead. And, be, and then beaten by the two women. And then they have to try and catch a Nancy again. So, yeah, <laughs> that is a Nancy. And that was Babaro Kali from Akompong, St. Elizabeth. Uh, he's a maroon storyteller. Well, I'm sure he was more than a storyteller, but in this, in this instance, he's a storyteller. All right, so next one now, Blackheart Man. Now, you remember, you know, what Anfei was saying before, that sometimes some of the terms used probably have some kind of a racist connotation. Um, but I'm just going to give it to you as it is. Um, so they said that the, the, the black heart man would prey mostly on children. He would kill them and take out their hearts to use for evil. So uh, someone who was telling me about this said that um, her mom would usually tell her about this, tell her, you know, she and her brothers and sisters about this. And um, she was, you know, she thinks that maybe they just made up these characters to, to keep them in line, um, to make sure that they came straight home from school kind of thing. Uh, because, you know, it made them so afraid that, that they wouldn't stray. They wouldn't stray from the path and go home. So the story has it that the black heart man was studying from the Maccabees Bible, the Maccabees tome. And he knows of the powers of life, over life and death. And so you should try never to beg any favors or owe him anything because the price will always be way too high for you to pay. 
All right, next superstition. Mint tree. Other these have to do with doppy, you realize. So the mint tree, if it smells really strong, if the mint smells really strong, they say that a doppy, a ghost, a spirit is playing in it. <laughs> All right, so there's some other stories. There's some big boy stories. I don't have any examples of that, but just keep that in mind. If I can get somebody to tell me some big boy stories another time, that would be another episode. All right. So there is another kind of myth about this coffin, about the walking coffin, and there's also one about a three-wheel coffin, and I'm not sure if if the things have been combined, but the walking coffin, uh, it actually made the papers back in the day, so I'm told. Uh, the last wishes of the person who died were not met, and the coffin would not be buried. It just refused to be buried. So it turned over the hearse, and then it stood on its end after spinning in a road to point out the wrongdoers in the funeral procession. Like a creepy kind of spin the bottle. <laughs> then it waited on its end, guarded by two big John Crows. Alright, a John Crow is a is a turkey buzzard, right? Two big John Crow. And would be spotted in different places en route to the gravesite. When the wrongdoers, when the wrong was rectified, then the coffin settled and it, it was it was it would allow itself to be buried. So the three-wheel coffin. Uh, in the late 1960s, a Mr. Brown died in Manchester. And the coffin got away and travelled to town and was spotted speeding all over West Kingston with three John Crows perched on it. And I think that's where that Bob Marley song, Mr. Brown, comes from. That's, that's what it's referring to. So you can check out that Bob Marley song, Mr. Brown. All right, so... You know, there's different characters in the Anansi stories. You heard a couple of them. There's Bridge Akas, there's Monkey, there's Tiger, there's Brother Tukuma. Um, and Brother Tukuma apparently was also Anansi's right-hand man. He, you know, he was always a brother. He was always a problem um, to Anansi. And they both were giving each other problems. But you also heard another thing about Tukuma. Okay, so White Witch of Rose Hall. We kind of know this story. It's a famous story about this plantation owner who killed, I think she killed three of her husbands. They said she was a witch. I think she used to have relations with, with the enslaved Africans who worked on the plantation. And, um, you know, there's stories about her. There's books about her. Um, there might even be movies about her. There's definitely plays about her. So that's a White Witch of Rose Hall. Okay, so you ever heard this the Toots and the Metal song that song about the, the six and the seven books? The six and the seven books they wrote, you know. So you know that in the Bible there's no six and seven books of Moses. Check it. Okay, so the six and seven books of Moses are actually books of witchcraft. You can Google it. But you know, they have spells and seals and all kind of stuff in it. So that's stuff to think about because I'm, I'm not I'm still not sure why that was mentioned <laughs> in that song but it's interesting okay uh okay so there's another one another another myth myth mythological thing i guess it's kind of recent because i think i brought this up with with aunt Faye as well and she said no that's kind of that's kind of modern the causeway nurse so you know the causeway is that kind of bridge that goes to um portmore so there was a nurse was always seen, and, and she was only seen by men, on the causeway. They say that she was looking for the man who killed her and dumped her near the causeway. 
and then somebody else says that their grandpa told told them that he saw her on a on a truck run early in the morning before daybreak but something was strange because she never broke the fog like a person would and he heard about her so he heard about her about the story so he didn't stop lucky good for him um and then there's another ghost now called Kopi, uh that was that used to appear in saint thomas Kopi was searching for someone who had hurt him and uh, from yalas to bowden he, he, you know they'd find him along that way so there's also you know these kind of stories of things that have happened which are true stories you know well some say that the the coffin thing was a true story but there's a Kendall crash, which is a train crash. And there's, uh, I think PBCJ has documentaries on that. Um, you know, lots of accidents would happen in Cane Peace and Innswood. Um, after the Kendall crash, people would pick up passengers. And then when they reach a destination, there will be no one there. The Duppies were looking for their way home. The stories of people being picked up and the driver's head raised. You know, you know when you have um, when you hear raises, you know you 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 get goose flesh and stuff, and they just got confused. Also, stories of people trying to to swing away from someone in the road and then ended up crashing themselves. And these were the ghosts from the Kendall crash. All right, you know, this is another superstition. And I mean, this is a worldwide one. You know, have a horseshoe over the front door. It's for good luck to keep away evil. Um, another one is to sprinkle salt outside. Uh, when you have a death in the home, uh, you're supposed to sweep the house and rearrange the furniture, flip the mattress. And on the day of the funeral, you pass a baby over the body of the person who died and that person will guard the baby. Interesting. Another one is to sprinkle salt on a broom and put it behind the door upside down. That's to ward off evil, I think, as well. Uh, oh, no. That is if you have a visitor and you want them to leave, you sprinkle salt on a broom and put it behind the door upside down. All right. So when I say your head swell when, when Doppy is near, um, that's another one. If you, if you wash your face with rice water, you can see the duppies. We hear that rice water and and the matter from uh, a dog's eyes. It's supposed to be a dog and a cat. But that, what they say is that, you know, nobody's, nobody's cat now, no time for that. So they won't allow you to get that from them. So from a dog. And make sure um, you don't wait. There's another one. You don't wait to see if it's a coolie duppy. How offensive. Um, an, an Indian duppy. Uh, because he will break your neck. That's another one. All right, so this is the 40 nights. So this is not the nine nights. It is, no, this is the Etu people, the Etu people. And we're going to, we'll talk with, 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 with Hazel about Etu, because that's another thing that's coming up. But the Etu people in Hanover, 40 nights. 40 nights after, the, after someone has died, they leave a plain colored dish with food in it for the spirit. No dish with flowers in it, because if they try to pick the flowers and it's not real, the doppy will quarrel with you. So it's just a plain dish. No little flower patterns, no nothing. No floral dish, no no, no fancy dish. Plain colored dish, right? All right, so the wakes and the nine nights. When you leave a wake or a nine night, you must not 
say goodbye. So you don't say, all right, bye-bye, I'm gone. Don't say goodbye to, uh, to anyone or else the doppy will follow you home. And you don't leave until after midnight. Because if not, bad things will happen to you. All right, good. So another one about spin your roll. Spin your roll. Uh, like when a glass falls and breaks or destruction will catch you, you have to spin your roll. You have to spin seven times. Uh, when you go to the revival yard, uh, they take you around the seal. Uh, the revivalists go around the seal clockwise. They do this to clear themselves of any spirits that come along with them. The seal is on a cross with a bottle of plain water uh, in each in uh, in each bottle, and there's a uh, bottle of plain water east, west, north, and south, and a bowl of water with leaf of life in the basin. Um, there's another superstition now. This one is about pointing in a graveyard. If you point in a graveyard, you have to bite your ten fingers, or they will drop off. <laughs> So no pointing. Don't point at nobody. Don't point at no grave. Don't point at no doppy. All right. So we mentioned this before. Jackfruit and pumpkin. You mustn't travel with a whole jackfruit in your car or you'll get a flat tire or crash. You have to cut it or push a long knife through the stem to the heart of the jackfruit or the pumpkin. All right. Here's another one now. Obia. When people are working on you and trying to destroy you, you have to keep dry coconut with you, and when it bursts, all tension or problem will go, right? Or you can just break the coconut, uh, or have a plain bottle of cream soda. And another one out. So we mentioned the six and seven books of Moses, and then there's another one. You know, the the, the great and lesser keys of Solomon. I had to find that out as well. Um, they will instruct you. Well, they instruct you on how to wield all kind of evil things. So. Um, you know, look if you want. All right, so I've done, and I, I mean, I'm not just mentioned Obia, but this is, they, they, sometimes they kind of mix, but this is about Kumina. So I've done quite a bit of research, and I'm still doing research on Kumina and on the different rituals, etc. So a good friend of mine who who's played in the band with me and stuff, his, his, he plays Kumina, and his father was a Kumina practitioner, and so was his grandfather. So he tells a story uh, of when he was living with his mother and grandfather, and uh, and his grandfather was well, you know, a, a well-known Kumina person who who used to do things, you know, either to harm people or or to help people. Like, but he was he was pretty well-known and pretty powerful. And someone sent a spirit, a fallen angel, after him. So this is Kevin Douglas, and you're gonna hear his story about that. One night we were at home, me, my grandfather, and my mother. Uh, we were at home in the house and thing, and I just saw my grandfather moving all over the place and up and down and all over the place. And I said to him, I asked him, I said, what, what, what wrong with you? And I said that there is something, something is coming. Um, and uh, we must go and try to see if we can go up under the bed and see if we can take out the steel piece. The steel piece, which is a steel pee so why him had steel peepee under the bed? Because uh, he used the steel peepee for... He always have steel peepee put on. Oh, so it was in a bottle or in a Yeah, man, in a bottle, because we used the peepee in a chimney. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. In that time, we used the peepee in a chimney. All right, okay, okay. All right, so he took the piece and threw it in the, in the, in the bottle, mm -hmm. in the gallon bottle. So there was a gallon of this mm -hmm. under the bed for a long while in the day, because... I said that. Yeah, man. Mm -hmm. That touch it, man. 
So it, yeah, ring master Jesus, mm-hmm. I tell you. So he threw it in the bottle and he threw it and put it under the bed and him, the night now he said that me, me must go and pick it up, go feed for him mm-hmm. and put it at the doorway because there is something coming. So I say I walk home and him call me, me and him going out of the little room because he have a little office, little room. Okay. Him, everything at me there. So people come, they do stuff, him carry them in there so and we talk to them and Okay, um, so that time you were still the second. Yeah, man, that time we were still the, the second. Yeah. Then time they made the thing, they made it um, made about, made about eleven. Okay. Eleven, ten, ten, eleven. Mm-hmm. Them time there. Made about ten, eleven. Them time there. And uh, in time, we go pick it up, and uh, we go pick it up, and uh, I ask him how. Oh, so I never really want to talk to my mother here. So I me and him go into the room, and he tell me say, somebody send as fallen angel. Somebody send in a fallen angel, mm-hmm. and it's on its way. So a fallen angel is a is a earthbound spirit or a, or a, a fallen a, angel is a earthbound spirit. Okay. Is a earthbound spirit, but um is a earthbound spirit where there is a next person who put a evil really like a a wicked evil something on that spirit if you come and let it off by you. Okay. How do they do that? Uh how they do that is uh, as the, you see, the fallen angel, the fallen angel is really looking like an angel. You know? Okay. He's looking like an angel for real. Okay. And uh, even if you can't see that spirit, a spirit at all, that, that thing you're going to see, that one. Oh, Anybody yeah. can see a fallen angel. Okay. You understand? Because a fallen angel, if you jump on the house, you go here. Because upon the house, you come all the way. He don't oh, come, okay. no, not, not come face you. He don't come face to you. <coughs> okay. He don't do that no time at all. It's like a fallen angel is like... um. They have a lot of pride. No matter what, no matter where you try, if you, if you put to them, if you go and do it, mm. they don't do it in front of your face, they come behind you. Okay. They always come behind your back and do it. So they don't lick you down behind you, they don't lick you, they don't lick you in your face. Mm-hmm. A normal spirit now, like um, a normal ancestral spirit, um, will box you in your face, mm-hmm. in front of your face. Just come in front of you and box you. Mm-hmm. You understand? But a falling angel now, now will come in front of you. A falling angel first, they will drop. Because a fallen angel normally comes when you are like asleep. Okay. This is why I don't call it a fallen mm-hmm. angel. Because you know that angel come when the angel not come not appear until when they are dead. Okay. You understand? So that's when the angel appears. So this this fallen angel come and when grandfather said that him and him way and everything, so him get all them stuff them and put together already. Show him sitting and him thing in the um Frankincense and myrrh, you know the um, you know the steel people. When the steel people pull in a uh, trunk like a lion, mm-hmm. throw it in the in the steel people, and throw some devil driver in it. Okay. Devil driver one um one liquid one um dark liquid look like engine oil. Okay. And throw it in it and wait. And we did it. We sit down and we sit down inside and we wait. And then now like about five minutes after that, five minutes before. Yeah, about five minutes before. We go up on the veranda, we sit down. Okay. And we hear when time drop on the top of the house. Okay. And they start mechanize and start chant. Not my grandfather, you know, the fall major Oh, chant. really? Yeah, man. Start chant and mechanize and around and we walk around on the line of the house. I come around on the line of the house like three times round. Mm-hmm. And then him come back anti clockwise and clockwise, come back round again mm-hmm. and start chant again. And then my grandfather start chant. So what they must chant him? Eh? What they must chant him? He starts saying, um, me lame, me lame, me lame, me lame, me lame. So he's like, like hello, or? Yeah, yeah, man, yeah, man. 
my greeting him. Oh, okay. Greetings him. That's your grandfather. Yeah. Grandfather oh, but what, what was the angel saying? The angel did that. Um, in that make some holy panas like um, you know when whole like whole. Okay. Yeah. Okay. yeah. But we know that chant him a chant because he made that do like be a step in and like okay. What he was saying was okay. But he sound like a whole. Okay. Uh, I make nice. And when my grandfather start say me lame, me lame, me lame, me lame, me lame, then I greet him and I tell him say yeah, I'm glad there, I'm not there. And him come, and when him come, when him start say me lame, him, him kind of tone down, falling jail, he kind of tone down and stop. And then now he make a big push, the falling angel make a big push, and you can hear him like you know when something roll. And roll off and come so mm-hmm. roll off and come so I come to the bar and then my grandfather just run out and go so shh and dash it on him okay. and dash the piss on him and ball out in him okay. and ball out and fly. It was a literally angel. Okay. Just a literally angel, but just that you can't see the head. But it was a you can't see the literal angel fly. Okay. And it wasn't white. Okay. It wasn't white. It's a black. Okay. Where you can see the wing and everything. You see the wing. Yeah, man, you see him fly. So when he went to so fly, fly. When they fly, when he met the fly, it's so loud that the whole house stop. You hear it from the whole house stop when he fly off. Okay. But he ball out when he fly off. Mm-hmm. Like he, 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 he never say why, it, but it sound like why, but I never why himself. But it's still, it still sound like a hole. Okay. But you hear him ball out. So if it have wings, that's so it's still an earthbound mm-hmm. spirit. If it have, yeah man, it's an earthbound spirit scene where okay. it, it's just that it's a fallen angel and uh, a fallen angel normally comes from another Obia man. Okay, okay. You understand? So another Obia man fix him okay. and do all the stuff them to him oh, and send him okay. back. But there was somebody who went because my grandfather did fix somebody. Okay. And then that person got to, went to another, another Obia man, Obia man to, kill to kill my grandfather. Pretty creepy, huh? I thought so. <laughs> okay, all right. So we continue. We keep it rolling. Um, and for those who are into the Halloween, happy Halloween. For those who aren't, you know, yeah, check out the culture, man. Okay, so screech owl. So if the screech owl uh, flies early at night, don't look at him. Don't look at the screech owl. Uh, or or don't, don't allow your eyes to meet his, or it's death for sure when you hear them. Death, right? Also, when a bird flies into your house, that means a death as well. All right, so here's some more superstitions. All right, so uh, when a dog digs a hole in your yard, that means somebody you know is going to die. Another one. When the, you know, we hear this one all the time. When the sun is shining and rain is falling at the same time, that means that Satan, the devil, and his wife are having a fight. All right, now another one. When you bury your dead and you don't want the duppy to bother you, you need to drive a nail in each foot and their spirit will never roam. Now, in the days of slavery, if, um, if they bury the feet... Uh, they said they can't move. So, you know, that tambour song, bury my head but not bury my foot under cool shady, right? Uh, another one. When you leave your house for long periods of time, you must lean your bed up so that the duppy doesn't sleep on it. And you might have to cover your mirrors and turn your chairs upside down. Okay. So, and then there's the other thing now, you know, the Bible and key. So if something has been stolen 
and the, the thief is known to be in the room, a key may be placed in an open Bible, and the names of the people in the room are called one at a time. When the name of the thief is called, the key is supposed to spin. Some say this is a dangerous practice as the key may open up doors for evil spirits to possess us. Alright, um, here's an, a dopey story from someone. Someone had shared this with me. One time, uh, they were on teaching supervision at Broadgate Primary School in St. Mary. And it was closed because a duppy called Frankie Moore had come from St. Thomas and was throwing stones onto the roof. So they had to send for a maroon man from Scotts Hall to get rid of the duppy. Um, Another superstition. When you have a death in your house, it is said that you must rearrange the house, uh, turn the mattress of the deceased on the other side so that the spirit will know he or she is no longer welcome in the house. Another one. Uh, If you see a black cat, a black puss, or a mongoose run across the street, you have to turn back if you're going to look about anything important because it's bad luck. Or spin your roll. (laughs) Um, we spoke about the White Witch of Rose Hall and uh, there's another thing about her someone said that Annie Palmer would shed her skin before going on a haunting and that an enslaved African site poured salt in the skin and and then when she tried to put the skin back on it was it was burning her it, was, it, it would burn it would burn so I heard similar things about the old hag so it could be a, a thing um if you hear a dog howling, uh, and if you see one, then someone is about to die. But, but I, I, you know, the dogs in this neighborhood howl a lot. So, I don't know. <laughs> Another one. If um, a mongoose runs across and then runs back again, um, that, that means if the mongoose changes his path and double back, you have to do the same thing or you're going to have troubles. Or spin your roll. That seems to be the um, the catch-all. Uh, okay, the setup. The same night of the death. Um, you can't just leave. You have to spin your roll and then you leave. Right? Um, the tree mint. People plant it all around the house. When it is smelling very strong, and we heard that before, it means that there's a spirit there. So, with the babies now, with the teeth, you shouldn't count the baby's teeth because they'll go back in. That's one of the superstitions. Hiccups. To cure hiccups, tie a red thread from the baby's clothes on his forehead. Um, Red cloth around the baby's wrist so that they are not overlooked. Uh, Okay. Story. So, and and again, there's a story. I think we'll we'll get to this one. Um, another time you know I, I mentioned it before about uh, Lewis Hutchinson who is Jamaica's first serial killer and he he's from Scotland but you can google it and you can find out more um, there's we'll mention the Kendall crash there's a Coral Gardens thing with Rastafarian tragedy um, there's a I think I heard another story about I don't know if it was a politician I'm not sure I don't want to get in trouble uh, leading some people some homeless people saying that you know there's home fear here leading them to the Red Mud Lake if you know about this, let me know. Um, all right, so here's some more, some more myths that some people still believe. If you walk over spilled salt, bad luck will follow you. 
And if you're going to throw away bread, you must first wet it because crosses or bad luck will follow you if you don't. If you cut a baby's nails with scissors, it makes them light-handed or make, you know, they become thieves. That's, a, that's a, the myth. If you dream about a wedding, it means there will be a funeral. And if you dream about a new house, it means there will be a death. A baby's uh, umbilical cord, or, you know, we call it a navel string. A baby's umbilical cord must not be allowed to fall on the floor. It must be buried uh, between three days and a year after the birth and a tree planted in the spot. In the event that this navel string tree is destroyed or damaged, the child is to be compensated. If the property on which the tree is planted is sold, a new tree is to be planted using a sucker from the original tree. Uh, and we know this one, if you open an umbrella over your head under a roof, you'll never get married. Uh, if your right eye twitches or if it's jumping, um, um, you're going to laugh. But if your left eye twitches, you will hear bad news or something that will make you cry. When you lose a tooth, throw it on the rooftop and say, Rata, Rat, rat, uh, take my old teeth and give me a new one. I think there's another way to say that, but I can't remember what it is now. Um, if, uh, while pregnant, a woman scratches any part of her body while um, having a craving for a particular food, it is believed that the baby will have a mark, a birthmark, in the same spot resembling the food the mother craved. All right, so um, I think we can end it there. I mean, there's, this, is a, this is enough to keep you occupied for this time of year for the people who 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 like the the scary things in October and for the people who are just into the these mythological and superstitious aspects of the culture this was fun and creepy so um I hope you enjoy it and as usual you know if you do like share subscribe again share you know share share an episode and um and feel free to give me feedback and comments I I welcome that all right. Until next time, and remember that you know if you want to support what I'm doing, there's a buymeacupofcoffee.com, and you can see the links in the in the notes and um, slash a e l s e a m. Okay. All right. Until next time. <laughs>